those who live for heaven are far more joyful than those who are living and looking to find satisfaction here on earth. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance in the midst of our busyness and opportunity in the midst of our mess. I don't think that any short podcast is going to give you balance and clarity to last for a lifetime. I do think, though, that it can help you to take a step forward. Yesterday, as part of the effort to get us as a faculty to take a step forward at St. Scholastica Academy, we had a representative from our insurance company come to talk to us uh, about wellness. It was, it was a good presentation. It was, it was well put. And the idea, of course, from the insurance company is that we will save money by having well clients, that if those who are on our insurance policies are not getting sick, then they're not costing us a lot of money. So we'll spend a little bit of money helping you to get healthy. Not, not a bad strategy. I, I fully endorse this. I have no problem with it. It was interesting that, that some of the, the tips that were given to us just seemed to, I think, jive pretty well with Catholic faith. Maybe some of them need like a shade more, but um, one of the ideas was that gratitude increases our happiness. I thought, well, that sounds like it could jive pretty darn well with our Catholicism. Another idea was that we ought to have, and the word was used, a mantra. I don't know that I like that word in particular, but the idea that our our inner monologue ought to be um, something that that inspires, that the thing that we tell ourselves over and over again and that we focus our consciousness on should, um, in I guess in a secular vision, be at, at least positive. Um, there was this idea that that we ought to find things in our lives that that give us energy, you know. So that was called like finding your flow. Thought this is this is all good. I'll, I'll be honest though that if there was a little bit of a temptation to roll my eyes, and I didn't ultimately. I thought again, I thought the whole thing was was well done. I understand what the the uh, the idea is, and if I was running an insurance company, I I would do the same thing. But the thing that made me almost want to roll my eyes a little bit is man, like in in our spiritual heritage as Catholics, all the wellness stuff is, is already there. This week, we celebrate the feast of St. Therese of Lisieux. And I'll point to, I could point to really dozens of spiritualities as um, things that insurance companies should take a good look at. <laughs> but I'll, I'll point to St. Therese of Lisieux and say that, that her little way is a recipe for wellness. One of the reasons I'm talking about this, and I'm always looking for for promptings that seem like the Holy Spirit might want me to talk about something, um, but it was one of my confirmation candidates who just asked the point blank question. He said, is all of this that we're supposed to do as Catholics, is this supposed to make us happy in heaven or is it supposed to make us happy here on earth? I thought it was a good question. I hadn't quite had that one posed to me before, but it, it really goes with question one in the Baltimore Catechism. Like, what's what's the point of all this? And it's it's to love, serve God in this life and to be happy with him in the next. I, I think we can be happy in this life if we seek to be happy in the next, or maybe I'll, I'll put that better. If we seek to be happy in the next life and and pursue heaven in the proper way, the the side effect will be great happiness in this life, that those who live for heaven are far more joyful than those who are living and looking to find satisfaction here on earth. St. Therese of Lisieux's mother, St. Zaley Martin, and I'll give a a footnote to, to Amy who found this quote, said something like this, that we would be miserable fools if we expected to find happiness or full happiness in this life. And I, I think that we're kind of a culture full of miserable fools. We're, we're fixing our eyes and our gaze and our trajectory just on what's going to happen here. 
and here um, is never going to be perfect. So I think the little way has a recipe for what the uh, health industry would call wellness. And the wellness of the little way is, is in a lot of ways similar. It starts with, with gratitude. St. Therese says, Tout gras, all is grace. And if all is grace and all is gift, then my heart ought to be grateful. I could and should make a list of all of the great things that God has given to me. Of course, maybe the thing beyond the, the secular conception of this found in Therese's spirituality is that we thank God even for our sufferings. We find that there is opportunity, as we always say, in the midst of our mess, but in the midst of the difficulties of the day. If I can find gratitude for my suffering as a currency to offer with Christ to God the Father, man, there's, there's something really great and powerful about that. It takes all the complaining out and it will probably reduce the cost of your claims in the future for your HMO, <laughs> um, but it'll help you get to heaven too. Another thing that is in the little way that is, I think, a recipe for wellness in this life, but it's oriented toward the next, is that St. Therese said, I will waste no opportunity to do an act of love, no matter how small. And so St. Therese's little way consisted of a self-present attention in every moment to find the thing that she could do to love and do it to the way that has been put. See what you can do to love and do it. It's the little way that if we're spending our day seeking to to love others. We don't have a whole lot of time to to ruminate about our anxieties because we put ourselves out there in the gift and service of others. And that sounds like a recipe for health. I'm pretty sure that that uh, that's not bad for your, your dopamine and your serotonin while you're at it. The third thing of the little way is that Therese sought to love those who were not particularly pleasing. Usually we gravitate toward those who we are attracted to. And I don't mean just romantically. I mean that people that we enjoy being around. But Therese sought in the confines of, of Carmel during her years to spend time with people who were displeasing to her and to make herself a gift to them. And I'm sure what happens when we do this is that the people who are formerly displeasing to us, once we love them, we don't just tolerate them. We, we love them. We we find what is good in them. We find what is pleasing if we can overcome that repulsion. And again, that's a recipe for not only your own wellness, but the wellness of your community. In the words um, of, of one Disney movie, um, people make bad choices when they're scared or mad or stressed. I think something like that. I, I, I do think that, that that's very much true, that there's a wellness to... Um, to being able to, to love and reach out to those who are initially displeasing to us. And, and yeah, you're going to make them better too. All of these things will help us to get to heaven. And in the, in the meantime, if you're taking it seriously, you're going to do a lot better here too. So that's what our podcast is, is really all about. We're trying to take steps, not just toward the weekend or not just toward retirement or not just toward um, whatever your next immediate goal is. We're trying to take steps toward eternity. And if we do that, then everything along the way will be a heavenly path. So I'm going to go try to find real practical ways to do that this week. And uh, I hope you do too. Let us know if you're listening to the podcast and if you're getting things out of it or if there are things that we do each week that drive you crazy, um, don't be afraid to, to share. If you get something out of this, then, then tell your friends about it and uh, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't. 
We'll see you next week. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to be well and take a step forward.